Hello, Rich. Hey, what's happening, Jack? Dude, what's going on, man? You're live right now on the Zach Moonshine Show. How the fuck you doing, dude? Dude, I'm doing fucking great. What's up, everybody out there? What's good with you, my brother? Man, what's good with me right now is uh, I just got done banging my fucking head to that uh, track that you sent me through Horrible Despair, dude. That is some heavy fucking shit, man. What the fuck? Yeah, man, that's on the gates of hell. Yeah, man, that's us uh, just opening up the gates and letting the evil come out right there for sure, man. (laughs) Yeah, hell yeah, dude. It definitely sounded like you opened up something, man, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, man. Thanks, yeah. That was a a fun album to write and, uh, and to record and play a bunch of those songs, we play Embrace Your Demise, where we play through Horrible, and uh, those are always a bunch of fun to play live. Hell yeah, dude. Speaking of out of the gates, man, I got a question for you right out of the gates from the fucking chat room, man. Uh, somebody listening, Jason Aaron Wood, he wants to know, how many notes per minute can your feet play? Oh, man, let's see. I was, it was over 200 beats <laughs> per minute. Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, because you know what it is, too, is you got the access pedals, and there's different techniques, and messing around with the heel toe, there's so many great drummers doing it, there's all those fucking videos on the internet you can watch, and different techniques, and I'm not one of those guys that just like, you know, all right, you know, I'm gonna die, this is my way, and I'm just gonna play this way, you know, man, you gotta adapt or die. You know what I mean? It's just the way it goes with everything, you know? So, so many these guys, they don't want to do it. And, you know, but hey, to each his own, you know, like uh, you got the gravity blast, you know, I don't do a lot of that. I can do it, but, you know, I prefer to do, you know, this regular, like, Smith blast or, you know, regular grind or, you know, bomb blast or this <laughs> blast or that blast, doom blast, ass blast, the old blast, you know? <laughs> cool, man. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's, but it takes a lot of work. You know, it definitely does, you know, over the years. Well, I'm not a drummer, so I don't know, but I mean, fuck, dude. 200 sounds like a fucking lot to me, man. Well, you, you know what it is, too, is is you also try to, if that's your limit and you could push that, I mean, because I've heard some albums where it's just like, all right, there's, that's just, no one's playing that. That's not happening. And that's a machine. Then you see it live and you go, okay, my, uh, my thoughts were correct. We like to do stuff that... If that's the limit and that's where we're at, that's what we're going to play. We're not going to put out some, you know, mysterious 250 BPM beat that can never be played. And then you'll see us live and it's like, what's going on? Yeah. We'll never do that. You know, we're not into that. We're metal. Even the click track. I think even the last couple of albums, there's no click track. It's just, man, it's just me just letting loose. That's it. You know, playing. There's a couple of times where it's a little wavy, but so isn't it. So rain and blood is too, right? You know what? That's sick. We all love it. You know, that's our favorite albums. There was no click track. These guys are just fucking hanging in, and you can feel it, and they're just going for it. I love it. You know. Yeah, yeah. That's the approach. That that reminds me of of a conversation I was just having with somebody recently. I can't remember who the fuck I was talking to, but we were talking about that and about how uh, uh, how bands uh, like a lot of bands nowadays. There's a lot of people going to shows that are kind of feeling a little bit let down when they go to see them live because it doesn't match up to what they're hearing on the record and it's because there's so many so much studio trickery being done that you know by the time it's played live it's just it's hard to actually reproduce what they did on the record 
which is one of the cool things about like the older school method, like what you're talking about, where just people just fucking recording it live, like playing it fucking playing it real, you know. Right, man. It's just humans doing what we do. I mean, you, there are bands that get super tight sounds live. I mean, look, Hobbs and the Selfo, you know, some, uh, brothers and Selfo, I mean, they sound so tight live, you know, and they're, they're playing it and they're doing it. And you're right. And it's some bands and you're like, oh, what the fuck is this? You know, like, what's going on here? And it's so blatantly obvious. But, you know, the ones like, you know, us and there's plenty of others and, you know, people who are into it and are going to be true that we're always going to know, you know, who's trying to uh, be fraudulent. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it comes out in the in the record, too. Like, when you're listening to it, if it's something that's done where it's recorded like that, you can you can kind of tell when you're listening to it. Like, I mean, it... it I don't know. You you can feel like you're in the room with the with the guys fucking banging your head with them and just I don't know. You, exactly. That's a great analogy. It's just like you went. It's just like you went. You friend. Your friends like yo man. These guys I know. They're uh, they jam. Yeah, they're called Dave Doom. All right, yeah. Let's go grab a six pack. All right, we'll go down to their studio and you hang out. Hey, what's up? This is my friend. What's up, bro? Yeah, sit down. Everybody's hanging out. Everybody's partying. Everybody's having a great time. And next thing you know, you're sitting down and they're headbanging while you're jamming. I'm behind the drums and it turns into this little gathering. The only difference is, is we're just in different spots in the world doing it together. You know, that's a great analogy. Man, that's perfect, bro. Just hanging out at the studio, jamming. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Got another question for you from the chat room. Uh, Larry Cook wants to know, what's your favorite alcoholic drink? Uh, Guinness. Yeah. I like Guinness. I like a, I like a dog beer, man. I just like to chill with it, do what I got to do, and have a Guinness. Definitely. Hell yeah, man! Simple but simple but effective. You know. You drink them. <laughs> you drink them cold, or you drink them warm. All right. I like them warm. Okay. Really? <laughs> but, you it know, goes down quicker, doesn't? But you know what, dude? You know, sometimes, you, you, most of the times you're stuck. You know what I mean? They're in the refrigerator, you go in the show or whatever, you know, so it's like, all right, so I'm not going to pass it up. I'll be like, all right, definitely. Begin it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, most of the time I drink my beers fucking room temperature, to be honest with you, because I'll bring a six-pack up here with me when I'm doing the show, and I just, like, I got it right here sitting next to me, so it's just getting, you know, it's not in the fucking fridge. I'm just letting it fucking, right. you know, but it, it it goes down just as fine, man. I think it goes down smoother when it's a little bit it, a little bit warmer. I have to uh, totally agree with you. Totally agree. What, what are you hanging with tonight? Tonight I'm doing Heineken, man, but normally I do dark beers like fucking uh, Lagunitas and fucking Stone, Stone IPAs and all kinds of weird shit. Anything I can find at the store that has a high, if it's got a high alcohol volume to it and it's fucking dark, I'm usually reaching towards it. <laughs> Excellent. There you go. Dark and evil. Got, got to get go more. Got to get more go bang. Got to get more bang for your buck, man. That's it. That's it. I hear you, brother. I hear you. Oh man. No fucking Bud yeah, Lights but, uh, around here, man. Fuck that shit. <laughs> nah, nah. No, it's not like our metal. It ain't gonna be weak. That's for sure. So, yeah, so. I know I, I talked to you, uh, what, about a fucking year ago, I think it was, man, last time I had you on the show. So what what, what the fuck's been going on in your world since then, man? 
Yeah, since then, uh, Dougie, he uh, put out his uh, latest comic book for Insane Tales from the Dead. You guys can check that out. Amazing work, dude. He's got Ed Ripper in it, dude. He's got Ken Kelly. Fucking sick. If you're into, like, horror comics. So Dougie's been working on that. And then, in the meantime, we were writing. We took some time, you know, because it's, it's been pretty nonstop. So we took time family-wise, life-wise. And uh, I just got the itch again. It was just like, can't do it. Got to record. Let's go, you know? <laughs> and uh, I went back into the studio. And uh, July, July started recording drum tracks for what will be our fifth album, Epitaph of the Dark Lord. And uh, everything is going smooth with it. It's going great. We are incorporating new ideas. You know, no rules. It's fucking metal. We don't have rules. We'll do whatever the fuck we want. Don't get me wrong. There's going to be no, uh, no like, uh, I don't know, pots and pans or what have you or, you know, this and that, you know. Bagpipes, that's not going to happen, but it's going to be... But even though bagpipes, I guess, could sound pretty sick if you do it the right way, and I'm not thinking about it. But uh, it's going pretty sick. Hell yeah, man. I guess that's why yeah. uh, that's why Kat fucking uh, contacted me fucking... She just contacted me like out of the blue a few weeks ago asking me about this, and uh, I was like, fuck yeah, Day of Doom, man. Fucking, uh, but yeah, man, Kat from uh, Obscure Chaos Zine, man. I haven't seen her on, yeah, online yeah. for a while, man. I know she had some shit go down with her, so... But it, it's good. Yeah, everything, every, every, she's a great supporter of the scenes, as we all know, Lady Cat Chaos. Also from Casperia Management, she actually uh, handles the management promotions with Dave Dean. You know, everything is getting full, full back and full steam with her, and as you know, that could be deadly for the metal scene, because she's such a true supporter, and... Uh, yeah, definitely. Check out everything that Lady Cat Chaos is involved in. Definitely a true supporter of metal. And, uh, yeah, man, it, it, I got to tell you, I'm, uh, I know a lot of people say, this is our best work and what have you. Because, you know, to me, because I handle the recording aspect of it and everything, I always want to try to have a progression. I want to try to grow. Not sound so polished, like we were talking about, but definitely sound better. You know, that's always should be the objective. And this time around, we even went as far as uh, unleashing a nine-string guitar. That is just, sounds so brutal. It's not, I I don't know, because I always thought with that sound of guitars, maybe like Mudbane or, you know, and it sounded clean and it was a little on the mother's side. But once I was messing around with the tones and we dialed something in, I was just like, wow. I mean, it's just like an evil aversion of, God of emptiness or tone or something, you know what I mean? So it's like, wow. And then you have the fast stuff. And it's, uh, I'm, I'm really proud of the way uh, things have been turning out so far. That's a no-brainer with this one. You guys are going to love it. Yeah, so man. Fucking Sounds fucking bad fucking ass, dude. I was going to ask you, man, about the recording process because... Uh it sounds like you guys are in a fucking, like, you're in a fucking big-time studio fucking doing the shit. Well, in all reality, in all reality, bro, um, we have the studio over by Sam's house where we do live recordings and whatnot, and we can do drum tracking there. Um, I have this regular normal gear that a person, I mean, don't get me wrong, you know, I know a lot of people just can't go out and grab stuff, but it's just accumulated as time goes and learning. 
you know, I need a little more of this so I could get this interface and I could get more in mics. That means more drum sounds. So you start doing it, you start learning different things. But then we take you back here by my house and then all the, the guitars could get done here and vocals. So it's actually, we're very lucky that we're able to do it this way with technology the way it is. And I'd love to go to a huge studio, man, but you know, with technology and time, time is the enemy with everything, man. I'm the drummer, time is the enemy. Yeah. Well, I mean, like I, I was, like I was saying, dude, I mean, I don't think you really need it, like, you know, because to my ears, it sounds fucking just as good as anything else that that you're going to hear out there on, like, a major label or something, you know, that, that had a lot of money put into the fucking studio and all that shit. Like, I mean, I don't know, man. I Thank think, you so you, much. Yeah, technology's definitely uh, come, come, a, come a long way, too, man, I mean, for sure. Right, it could definitely make you want to destroy, you know, make like electronic pinata out of it. That's for sure. You know what I mean? Sometimes it just, you know, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Chop it's like, the fuck you out of you it. You're a tree, and I, you're, you're about to, you are just about to get me rude in a minute. You know what I mean? And stop spinning. Just stop spinning. You better not lose this file. You know what I mean? All that shit. We've all been through it. Everybody was dealing with it. But it allows us to. You know, have a life, have a career, and have jobs and families and do things at our time when we can. And, and everybody, you know, we've known each other since, God, man, 19, we've been jamming together since 1993. So, you know, wow. you know we've learned how, we learned how not to be assholes to each other, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's fucking yeah. cool, man. That's a long fucking right, time, yeah. too. Yeah, man. Yeah, we're, we're, you know, we're family, man. We've been through everything. You know, it's cool. Regardless of music and out, we'll always be brothers. I mean, it's it's great. Sam Unearth, a 20-year-old CD of stuff, us, of stuff from us that we had from years ago when we were another band. And we were listening back. I mean, I, I was 20 years, and I couldn't believe it. And then I talked to Doug, and he's like, uh, yeah, you know, he starts singing the songs. I'm like, do you remember all this? He's like, yeah, and I even knew all the titles. I'm like, this is fucking blowing my mind. How do you remember all this? He goes, oh, I got a spindle of CDs you gave me. I forgot to mention you from like 21 years ago. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? So now we have all this stuff that we could put out. And again, the technology with the band campaigns that we have, you could go on and get stuff digital. So we could do these cool things like make a CD of some of these older demos that you can hear us in our young on fire infancy you know oh, yeah. and so yeah. man so that's the way you know so it's good that it works out that way but yeah man it's a lot of good stuff on the horizon for the band definitely fuck yeah dude hell yeah alright I got some more questions for you from the chat room uh, let's see here Megan wants to know what are your favorite horror movies and monsters uh favorite horror movie let's see
you know, the the eight inch Mego figures of them and stuff. You know, I remember what else? Uh, I definitely like 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 Dracula. You know, the Bela Lugosi Dracula. Yeah. Maybe it was his, maybe it was his eyes. He was just looking through me. You know. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, you know. Right All on, the zombie man. stuff, pretty cool, pretty cool. But you know, now it's just getting insane. You know, the Romero stuff I like too. Oh, yeah. Can't be a good story as well. Yeah. Another question for you from the chat. Uh, Larry Cook wants to know if you could party with anybody the I think that's passed away, like Gigi Allen or Kurt Cobain or anybody. Who 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 would uh, who would you party with? Oh man, dime, dime bag, dime. Yeah, man. You know I, that dude. I. Uh, living here in Long Island going to the Nassau Coliseum watching Pantera and this dude is out in the parking lot air guitar is hanging out with everybody I've, I've never seen that before I know I'll never see it again that's for shit sure but with all the issues that's going on in the fucking world which we all know about we can understand but at this time this dude was in the parking lot hanging out air yeah. guitar and fucking doing shots with people I mean, did plenty of shots, and then you're like, how the fuck is this dude going to play? And not miss a note on stage. <laughs> not miss a note. You're just like, fucking, all bow down to the king, John. You know, so yeah, it would be John. I'd like to hang with him. And Bonham would be right there. Definitely hang out and try to have a night to keep up with Bonham. That would probably be impossible. But, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I was watching an interview with uh, Zach Wilde a while back, and he was talking about Dimebag and his fucking drinking before before going on stage and all that shit. And he was saying how fucking crazy it was because he said, you know, he said something like Dime was fucking sitting there just drinking, and uh, it, it was getting to the point where their fucking hands were fucking like shaking and shit, like they were so fucking drunk. Like he, he you know, like to him, he was like most people at this point would just fucking lay the fuck down but Dime, <laughs> Dime, that, that was when Dime was ready and he just went out there and fucking did it and never missed a fucking note like it was just fucking just like what the fuck man yeah no that dude was on point he was crazy missed dude. that dude missed yeah him, missed man. that dude amen Vinny amen Vinny man missed those dudes great music right there never yeah. take that away fucking rest in peace man for sure dude definitely rest in power both those brothers Another question for you from the chat. Uh, Jason Aaron Wood wants to know, what inspired you to start playing drums? Uh, Peter Chris. Kiss. Cat man. That's it. Kiss, <laughs> man. I'm, 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 I'm in the Kiss Army. When it's time to go out there and lead the charge, I'm out there. That's just the way it is. Eric Carr, Miss That Dude, another one great with fans. If anybody ever need a lesson on how to treat people and treat fans, all they need to do is just watch some video or, this or, or what people all have to say about Eric Carr. That's how you treat people out there. It doesn't take a lot to be good, you know? And, uh, man, yeah, Peter, and then also I had a cousin that played, and he encouraged me to jam, you know, and I would go down into the boiler room, into the building, and go down there and just jam out and not give a shit. And then I started to figure it out a little bit more. You know, I started to know what the sounds were that... I could air drum, and I knew, oh, my hand is hitting, there would be a hi-hat here, and there's a snare here, and a bass drum. And my parents got me a kit, and then that was it, man. It was on Neil, 
Then I was on to Lars and Charlie and Dave Lombardo. And then moved on to Pete Sandoval and, you know, Gene Hoagland. And, man, the list goes on and on. Mike Smith, shit, man, you know, all the great drummers out there. And then you have all the other hard rock drummers who I've always loved out there. You got Cozy Powell and, man, of course, Bonham. So, yeah, it's a nice little montage. And also Portnoy. At least I always leave Portnoy out. I don't know why. I was just listening to, to uh, some Dream Theater with Portnoy. And, man, I'm telling you, you know, you can... You can you have the same tomato sauce and and, uh, and pizza and put it in cheese and put it together, but you change something in that sauce, it makes a difference, doesn't it? Yeah. You know that dude. That dude had a lot to do with what was going on in there, and you know him not being in there is not a small thing to be missed. That's for sure. Fuck yeah, man! Another question for you from the chat: uh, Does have uh, Oni Monk wants to know? Does having only one guitar player change the onstage? approach to playing um a- absolutely not it's just it's always the same you know destroy um we actually because some of the stuff that we're coming up with we actually have been talking about uh looking for another guitarist so if there is anybody who's interested uh you know we are writing a new album right now but if there's anybody that's interested you can always hit us up you know because there's nothing wrong with making, like I was saying, making it sound better. You know, it's, it's basically been the three of us for no other reason other than just where just our lives, what's going on. We've known each other, like I said, from 93, you know, so we just haven't really explored it, but we have talked about it because we do want to be able to emulate what we're doing a little more that way. I mean, it doesn't really lose anything it's you know I mean I saw Pantera and it didn't lose anything I mean I thought it sounded pretty sick yeah totally um, man. but but, uh, but I know Dougie wants another guitarist <laughs> you'll get one Dougie we'll get one so come on everybody help Dougie out join Dave too we need another guitarist <laughs> thanks Zach man that was awesome who asked that question uh, that was fucking uh, that was Oni Monk only long, thank you, my brother. There you go. You helped Doug out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, another question for you from the chat. Megan wants to know: Are you single or are you married? Uh, actually, I am in a relationship. Uh, I'm in a relationship for two years and a few months, and uh, happily, I must say. But thank you very much. And um, yeah, that's all I really can say about that. <laughs> <laughs> There you go, Megan. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Megan. All yeah. right, man. Hey, hey, dude, I know you're a big Kiss fanatic, dude. I've seen your fucking Facebook fucking thing, man. <laughs> I, I, oh, I wanted yeah, to well. ask you, dude, like, do you guys ever plan, do you do you think you could ever do a Kiss cover? And if you did, what song would it be? Well, it's funny you say that, dude. And uh, everybody should know, Jack and I have not talked about this, but uh, I recorded a few Kiss songs, too. Like, did no Doug shit. was joking around and he sent me himself doing Black Diamond. So I thought we'd do a version of Black Diamond. And then uh-huh. I just did, I did a few, what else did I do? I did Hotted in Hell. I did, uh, shit, man, what did I do? A Love Gun. That's, uh, wow. And there was a couple others. I, and then a, few, a bunch of years ago, we did Creatures of the Night. 
Now, yeah, we went to put it out there, and then we got a thing back saying that it's copyright material, this and that. So, you know, you got to be cool about that, too, you know. So, maybe, you know, uh, we're able to contact Gene. I'll be like, Gene, come on, dude. I bought enough shit. The least he could do is let us put out the song. We're, like, we're giving it away for free. Let's go. <laughs> that would be fucking killer, dude, because I know... Uh... I know, like uh, Six Feet Under did a fucking death metal cover of uh, "God of Thunder," man. That's pretty. That sounded pretty fucking badass too. Right, and death, death, the God of Thunder. Yeah, there's been a couple, man. If you do it the right way, it could sound pretty brutal, man. That's for sure. Oh yeah, definitely. Well, uh, that's it. it. Coming up in, in the future of Day of Doom, what's coming next for you guys, man? All right, well, this next coming year, it, well, for the rest of this year into 2019, it's going to be really focusing on getting the rest of this album done. And also, uh, I actually had time, since we have our own studio, and I had other stuff that was in my head with the guys, and uh, we laid down another album's worth of drum tracks after our new album that we're working on right now. So there's a lot of material between the cover songs that we have and, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, and uh, the other extra tracks. So we're just going to focus on hunkering down, getting into this new album and uh, Epitaph of the Dark Lord. And if there's a couple of spot shows here and there, local-wise, you know, we'll try to jump on it. But for the most part, to 2019, it's going to be Epitaph of the Dark Lord in the studio. Lighten it up for you guys. Bring in the pain. Fuck yeah, dude. All right, well, brother, I'm about out of questions for you, man. Is there anything else you want to let the people know? Yeah, man, I just want to say thank you all for the support. If you guys want, you can uh, contact us through Facebook or if there's uh, any merch you guys want to pick up, CDs or shirts, posters, all that shit, you can go to Day of Doom and the number one dot bandcamp.com on YouTube, Doom Tube, Day of Doom, and if you, uh, if you want to contact our management for anything, you can contact Lady Cat Chaos at Casperia Management. That's K-A-S-P-E-A-R-I-A, uh, Casperia Arts. Or you can contact Bill Eckhoff at Doom Entertainment or our record label, which is Three Demons Records. I know that's very windy, but you know how it is with the modern age today. Uh, just again, man, <laughs> thank you everybody in the chat room and shit. And, uh, you know, thank you, my brother. You know, I just want to also say to you and your family and everybody out there, man, I hope we all have a twisted holiday season. Everybody's safe. Fucking blast metal. Hang with your family. Have a great time. Be merry. Fuck that shit. Fuck yeah, dude. Well, before I let you go, got to get you to make us another station tag, all right? You got it, brother. All right, whenever you're ready, say uh, say this is Rich from Day of Doom, and you're listening to Metal Devastation Radio. All right, you got it. This is Rich from Day of Doom, and you're listening to Metal Devastation Radio. Fuck yeah. All right, man, well, thanks a lot for taking the time, dude, and uh, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to blast some fucking Day of Doom and make these motherfuckers go nuts, all right? That's it. Stay evil, you motherfuckers. All right, dude. Cheers, man. Cheers, brother. There you have it, folks. Fucking Day of Doom live on the Zach Moonshine Show. Like I always say, put your fucking uh, speakers in your windows, 
Put them in your front lawns. Put them in your fucking uh, wherever the fuck you can, man. Make your neighbors fucking hear this shit. Crank it the fuck up.